reopened shortly after. And the invitation has been extended to the Minister. We need to talk. So does he plan to sit down with the protesters as requested? who think that uh, the way of making progress is to make threats and disrupt thousands of people uh, around some of our biggest city, cities. Um, that is not a way to um, invite someone to a meeting and have good faith dialogue. Uh, so no, I won't be responding to those sorts of threats. That would set an appalling precedent um, for ministers, MPs and other decision makers if people think they can shut down motorways to get a meeting. I meet with other groups who are advocating for passenger rail on a regular basis and have productive dialogue with them. And I'll do that with any group that engages in good faith. This group is not. Are you a bit grumpy with the Minister? <laughs> On behalf of thousands of people around Wellington who have had their lives disrupted, um, I, I am. Um, I think that these actions are dangerous. Um, they are not acceptable. And actually many people who have been advocating for better public transport and better passenger rail agree with me that these actions are counterproductive. They're not serving the cause of these people. Many of us are working to try and improve passenger rail. This is just making people angry. So counterproductive, why? Because they're annoying all the people driving to work in their cars? Well, counterproductive because their way of trying to advance their issue is to create enormous inconvenience and frustration for people just going about their ordinary lives when there are other avenues to engage. So as we speak, Labour MPs have set up a formal inquiry into passenger rail at the Transport Select Committee. And there are people coming, submitting, putting their ideas on the table in this area. There are other avenues open to be addressing this issue. As I say, I meet with other groups who are advocating in this area. We're considering their proposals. This group came along to Parliament two weeks ago, handed over a letter and said, do what we want or we'll disrupt Wellington. Uh, that is not a way to engage in good faith, and I don't think it's uh, appropriate to reward that sort of behaviour. Do you not think they have some legitimate points? Oh, I, I'm, I'm as keen as anyone for us to make progress on better passenger rail in New Zealand. We're the government that's invested in the Tahuia service to restore passenger rail between Auckland and Hamilton. We're putting more money into the capital connection. I'm open to other proposals and having those dialogues. So, yeah, there's a good point there that uh, more, more passenger rail is a good thing, um, but let's have the dialogue in a mature way uh, instead of making threats. What do they need to do in order for you to sit down at a table with them and have a chat? Um, stop these dangerous uh, and um, aggressive actions that are causing uh, such inconvenience to people in Wellington. So how much time would have to pass where they don't stage another protest in order for you to meet? Well, this group doesn't get special treatment. Um, thousands of people uh, want to meet with ministers about key issues. If they stop these actions, they'll give full consideration uh, to meeting with them in a reasonable way alongside the other people who want to talk to me about these issues. But I'll do that in a good faith way. Speaking of public transport, um, Auckland at the beginning of this week, trains, mass delays, right, and still hundreds of bus cancellations every day. Is this good enough? Uh, well, no. I'm a regular public transport user and these uh, things are very frustrating. We had some points failures in particular on the rail line that caused some of those disruptions on the western line in Auckland. That speaks to the fact that we need to get on top of decades of deferred maintenance. That's why we have a record program that's going into the network as we speak. Um, in terms of the bus issues, that is primarily down to shortages in the driver area. Um, I will be having some announcements coming up fairly soon that will speak to that issue. But the core issue is that for 20 plus years, under the public transport operating model, we've had a race to the bottom. Bus drivers have been poorly paid, treated poorly, and as a result, we don't have enough drivers. We're getting on top of that problem now. 
So Auckland Transport has said it's making some schedule adjustments to the buses in the next few weeks. That seems to indicate that they're going to cut services. I mean, what's good about that? Well, obviously, if services are being cut, that is not a good thing. That's why we need to make sure that it's an attractive um, uh, area of work for people to come in. Uh, Bus drivers do enormously important work. As I say, they've been part of a race to the bottom. That's why we're bringing in fair pay agreements. That's why our government is investing $61 million. But, Minister, this looks like it's going to happen regardless. They've provided us with a statement saying they're making schedule adjustments. They're going to announce them in the next couple of weeks. Given there are shortages, it seems logical that these schedule adjustments are going to be a cut in the schedule. I mean, is that really a way to encourage people onto public transport, cutting services? Obviously, cutting services is not what we want. We're a government which has invested more across public transport right across the country. We want to see more services. Um, I haven't seen Auckland Transport's particular proposals. That's up to them as the local authority who run public transport. But we'll do what we can as government, and we are doing what we can as government, to invest across the board in better paying conditions and drivers and decarbonising our buses and more operational funding for public transport. That's the work that we're doing as government, and we'll support Auckland Transport and other councils to try and get these services running as frequently and reliably as possible. This imminent announcement that you say you're making, Minister, is it going to change those schedule adjustments? Will it, will it offer relief that quickly? Well, schedule, um, the running of schedules is always up to local authorities uh, and public transport understand operators. that, but, but what you're but announcing, ever. will it make a material yeah. difference to the situation they find themselves in? I believe it will make a material difference. As I said at the budget, the government is allocating $61 million to lift bus driver terms and conditions, and I'll be getting further details about that. Hey, um, the services that cut down the sign from State Highway 1 on the gantry, did you ask if you could keep it? Who's got that billboard? <laughs> uh, look, I imagine that the police took care of, of that situation. Um, no, I haven't, I haven't uh, asked for that as a, as a souvenir. And that was Transport Minister Michael Wood. It is 10 minutes to 6. Kia mai, tonu mai. Do stay with us. You're listening to Checkpoint on.